Guys, it's time again. Seven to Ring with the greatest faction and podcast history. Jazz Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis D. And I am Nubby, the Amazing Turtle. Nubby, this is probably the first time uh, since you've been here that we don't have like an indie based show. It's nuts. Yeah, and that's, uh, I blame nobody, but uh, the companies who don't uh, distribute out information to us to talk about. Right. And we know a lot of companies, we are friends with a lot of promoters, and we post all the time, but whatever. Yeah, so, um, Pilot has showed us past weekend, awesome for them, Uh, no results from their aspect, so we don't have to talk about that at all. You did say something happened. We talked about that for a minute. And as, long, as long as it would take is a fucking minute. Uh, ARW is upcoming this weekend. That's the only show that we know of as of right now. So we're going to spend the show talking about WrestleMania, which I'm excited about because it was a great show. It was. Um, And just for the hell of it, because I can do what I want on my show, I'm going to talk about... Ugh. Actually, no. I'm going to wait till next week to talk about that. That's fine. Uh, we're going to talk about WrestleMania. Before we do any of that, I just want to remind all of you guys that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's a one-stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be great or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. Go to CarterComics.com, fill up your cart with all their amazing comics. At checkout, use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save yourself 10% on your entire purchase at cartercomics.com. That's right. Freaknet is the discount code that saves you 10%. Not just at their website, but also on their four different eBay accounts, which you can find links to just at their homepage at cartercomics.com. That's right. Whether you bid on eBay, you buy outright, or you negotiate for a good price, uh, discount code Freaknet will save you 10% on everything over there as well. Cartercomics.com, one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Hell yeah. Ah, cool. Uh, let's talk about ARW. Let's get that set up and out of the way. All right. Um, um very little to talk about. Um, the whole card is not posted yet. Um, yeah. we got a couple announcements for it. Um, ARW presents Defeat or Destiny, or Fill Your Destiny. Um, American Legion Post 100. 1899 Central Avenue in Lake Station, Indiana. Tickets are $15, even though it looks like I put $115, but no, it's $15. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> uh, what is this? Uh, Allstate Arena? Shit. Um, doors open at 6 p.m., bell time 7 p.m. All right. Um, officially announced last week. The tournament is coming to an end, the tag team title tournament. Now, what would have been probably Death Wish versus um, 
drinking class in the semifinals. Well, it is now going to be a triple threat tag match, which will include Youth Gone Wild, who were already in the finals. So instead of just having, you know, a regular tag match between the two teams on the one side of the bracket, they decided let's put them in the finals and have a triple threat tag for the new tag team champions. I think that's a clever idea. Yeah, I like it. Um, I love triple threats. I'm not a big fan of triple threat tag team matches, per se, but I do love triple threats. Uh, I'm more fancy the elimination style multi-guys matches, but hey, they can do what they want. Uh, cool. Is that it? Is that the only thing we have about ARW? No, um, we got Michael Morris. He'll be taking on Judas Chavez. Um, we've been seeing a lot of Judas lately, and we all saw what who he is and why. I saw, I saw the video uh, from the DWA ARW show with him sitting in the fucking corner with that girl of his and shit, just, like, mm-hmm. trying to, like, you know, talk to people, try to get some kind of point across. Clearly he didn't because... Regardless of the fact if he wants to call himself Judas, he still acts like a fucking child. And I get it. Some people don't want to speak loud enough for people to hear them because they don't want to be judged, which uh, clearly by the way he spoke, uh, he's still kind of hesitant on what he's saying and what he's talking about. <clears throat> um, related to his dad, I don't know if you saw that picture on Facebook about him with his boots in the ring. I saw that, yeah. Yeah, not really. I mean, I know it's like if you know, you know, and obviously the only thing I know about that is, uh, you know, career's over. But it almost seems kind of random. I haven't been to ARW in a while, uh, so I don't know if this has been a discussion he's had lately, but um, maybe I, I know just, more than I do. Maybe I, it's because of what happened. With oh, with Judas? his kid? Yeah, with yeah, his fucking I mean, child. Don't, don't call him Judas. Well, he is a Judas for he's what a, he did. He's I a mean. fucking child. That's not, he's not Judas. When he wants to sit in the corner, act like Raven, act like, woe is me, my life sucks and shit like that. But, you know, deep down, he's he's a fucking child. You know, his life isn't that fucking bad. He wants to sit there. It's like, um, kind of like a Sean Hunter from Boy Meets World. You know, he wants to be, like, this badass, but deep inside you really know he's fucking not. And Sean Hunter was pretty badass, though. Uh, Yeah, but still, it's just like he... Come on, he got all the girls. Yeah, come on. Come on, the two weeks. How many girls would actually go for the two-week thing? A lot of girls. What did it with Sean Hunter? So Yeah, well, I'm sure that's who this fucking Judas girl is and everything, but uh, now he... Um, I, I think he, I think his name gives him more power than he actually has. So, no, I won't, I won't be referring to him as Judas. <laughs> What's his name? Like Marvin or some goofy shit like that? I'll just call him Marcus because why not? Does his name Marcus? I don't know, but we'll call him Marcus. Why not? Fucking, yeah, fucking Marcus. You know, you know he'd, he'd fit in with? You know who he'd fit in with? You know who he'd fit in with? I, probably know where you're going to go with that one. You know, you know exactly where I'm going with that one. 
I don't know. I think they are. I think they're cooler than him. So no, no, come on now. You seen the videos, man? Fucking Pac Man whining in his. First off, <clears throat> when when somebody is laying in bed, staring at an iPad, they get a knock on the door and have to tuck the iPad away. We all know what the fuck it was doing. Those weren't yeah. sad tissues, bro. And I get that. A little fucking weird that he was videotaping the whole damn thing, but who am I to fucking judge? Uh, yeah. I, I never videotaped that stuff. That That's all no. right. No. No, no I don't especially, have enough pride to do that shit. Especially in 2023 where videos and pictures can be hacked in an instant. Fuck yeah put on some website that'll crash your fucking phone. Not that I've had that happen to me. <laughs> uh, what else is happening at ARW besides Judas? Uh, Greg Glover will be showing up to address the crowd. Um, I guess he's going to talk about his future. Okay. And then um, there was a mention of uh, James Creed. Um, we don't know what's going to happen with him. With Nick Cutler on the shelf. For a moment, I don't know what happened there, but it sounds like Nick Cutler's going to be out, maybe. So the title shot will be on hold. Well, as long as he gets him, he did win that uh, Royal Rumble for it, so. Yeah. Um, back to Michael Morris, though. Um, there is a little bit of an interest by the family. God, they're just fucking taking everybody, aren't they? Yeah. But I kind of put on the post, I'm like, sure, if he can beat me one-on-one. <laughs> you just got to put your resume in there, man. I'm sure they'll take you. Yeah. I deserve the shirt, though, not the prospect. Oh, is that what you think? Yeah. Just walk right into a fucking club, like you know, you, yeah. Well, hey, well, give it a shot. I'll say this. I mean, I'll probably have to say it someday. Um, Charlie Junior knows what I'm capable of. There was once upon a time we trained together, and I clotheslined the shit out of him. <laughs> I knocked him out of his shoes once. Pretty comical. Well, yeah. There's that. Um, yeah. But that's all I have for ARW as of right now. Um, I'm sure throughout the week more will pop up. So I'll just keep looking out on ARW on Facebook. Uh, but, again, it's uh, American Legion Post 100, 1899 Central Avenue in Lake Station, Indiana. Tickets are $15. Um, I believe you can still get them in advance through the Facebook page. Um, it turns out the front row is sold out. Seems to sell out pretty quick. And then doors open at 6 p.m. and bell time is 7. It's about the indie shit. Yeah, short indie talk this week. <laughs> awesome, guys, this past weekend was WrestleMania weekend. I guess technically we're at WrestleMania week now. Because of all the activities and shit happen. Uh, quick rundown of uh, Stand and Deliver. 
because the main midfielder, we need to talk about that. We should have done predictions for that. Um, bummed that we did, but it's fine. Chase University defeated uh, Schism, uh, debuting uh, Ava Rain. So Rock's daughter uh, did pretty well in her uh, her debut, so good for her. Andy Hartwell won the NXT Women's Championship. Gallius retained their NXT Tag Team Championship. Wes Lee retained his NXT North American Championship. Gargano defeated Grayson. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn uh, won the NXT Tag Team Championships. And Carmella Hayes defeated Braun Baker to become the new NXT Champion. Now, if we did predictions, I would have been right on all. I don't believe you. You don't know who was in that ladder match for the women's title. You don't know who was in the four-man tag team match for the NXT championship. You don't know who were the other five competitors for Wesley's fucking team. Don't lie to me. I would have picked the right ones. I would have been wrong a lot uh, just because I think Carmella Hayes is, like, very close to going main roster, so I don't see why they would put the title on him. But So I definitely want to pick that one. Uh, but anywho, WrestleMania was Saturday and Sunday. Awesome shows. You, uh, what did you say? You wanted to rank all the matches? Yeah, from, uh, from each night and then take what we had and make a top 10 with them. Cool. Awesome. Uh, real quick, uh, I found some things that were kind of interesting. And I'm going to share Ooh. those with you. Uh, I like, in- I like interesting things. Yeah. So, obviously this, uh, my paper. I got, got notes. notes. I got fucking notes. Uh, okay, so WrestleMania obviously was in uh, Hollywood. Last time WrestleMania was going Hollywood was in 2005. A long time ago. Yes. Uh, fun fact, you know what the last thing, you know what the last time something also happened in 2005? Hmm. Uh, no. So. And 2005 was the last time that he had an event in San Juan, Puerto Rico, which the upcoming pay-per-view backlash is going to happen, too. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, also, um, the last WrestleMania in 2005, the last WrestleMania going to Hollywood, uh, Rey Mysterio, Edge, Trish Stratus, Lita, and John Cena were all participants in that WrestleMania as well. Nice. Yeah. Thought that was interesting. Uh, Ray defeated Eddie. Uh, Edge won the inaugural Money in the Bank. Uh, Undertaker defeated Randy Orton. Trish Stratus defeated Christy Hemme with Lita in her corner. Ooh. Uh, Kurt Angle defeated Shawn Michaels. Akabono defeated Big Show. That's when they did that sumo bullshit. Oh, John Cena yeah. defeated JBL to win uh, the WWE Championship. And Batista defeated Triple H to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Ah. Sound like a solid card. Yeah. Okay. So I ranked them. I also included the uh, Miz matches. I didn't want to, but I did. So. I mean, they're dead last on both days, so it don't matter. Right. Okay. Uh, so your turn to talk, bro. Give me a give me a ranking for uh, Saturday night. Want to go through the whole list, or just go one at like you give one, I give one, or whatever? Or yeah, we can do that. You want to start the bottom, work your way up. Like, worst, worst the best? Yeah, we can do that. All right. Well, obviously, we both say the Miz shit, so. Yep, um, Pat McAfee versus the Miz, yep. Yeah, fuck that bullshit. That was a waste yeah. of time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna. I went with uh, uh, Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish against Damage Control. I it wasn't a bad match. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, but I just feel like it was underwhelming. Yeah, I love the nostalgia of it. I love the fact that we got to see Trish wrestle again. I I'm at a point where I'm realizing Lita isn't as good in the ring as she used to be. Trish seems like she still is. It just seems like especially like Lita's like moonsault isn't as nice looking as it used to be. I think it's better now. No, God no. Back then it looked like she was smacking her face every time. No, it was not. No, her, her moonsault sucks. Uh, my number seven was the uh, men's tag team showcase. There's just no reason to it. I get I get that. I mean, unless they would have said number one contendership. For there, yes, there's, there's no number one contendership. There's no trophy being offered. It was just a way to get fucking, what, eight people on the fucking card? I guess. Yeah, so that was my number seven, just because, like I said, it, it meant nothing. It's well, I got them later, but we'll. It I'll, meant nothing. We'll uh, we'll talk about it. And clearly, we'll you have it later. We're only at fucking number seven, bro. I, I have it. I mean, earlier in my, you know what I mean. All right, number I have six. It for number six, I, I got. I get. No, I'm gonna go now. Go ahead. Austin, Austin Theory versus John Cena. I got that one too. Uh, cool that Theory won. Doesn't, doesn't do anything for him. I don't think he achieves anything from being John Cena. I think that was a waste. That's something that maybe should have happened sooner. If possible. Uh, but no, I don't think it did anything. Uh, I agree. I also don't think it should have been the opener. You needed something like hot to start the shows the first night. I think yeah. you, I think they should have started with the men's showcase tag match. Um, if it went the way it did, but I mean it wasn't it was a solid matchup. Can't hate on it. And I and I the ending was fine, but it's again like you said it wasn't needed and it. It showed no purpose, really. It just gave Cena another match on WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, I guess Austin Theory can say he wrestled John Cena at WrestleMania. Cool. Exactly. All right, what do you got for number six? Um. So, when I wrote this down, I realized I was wrong. So, I made a little change, and I'm going to say Rey Mysterio... And Dominic. They told a great story. I enjoyed their match. But I just think the the two matches that I have in front of it just was a little bit better. Storytelling-wise was great. I, that was enjoyable. The finish was fine. But, eh, it's very <laughs> material. Not really that big of a fan. It alarms me that Cena and Theory are above that. That just tells you something. Not only that, the fucking showcase is still on your fucking board. Well, I have my reason. 
Number five for me was the Trish Lita Becky match versus Damage Control. Like I said, I I love watching Trish uh, Trish Russell. I think she's still talented. Lita just the the, the fact that they're tag team champions is also kind of goofy. I yeah. probably would have loved it better if it was Lita and Trish as tag team champions, but yeah, that's now wasted uh wasted idea now. But we got for um, number five. I think maybe because uh, Lita might stick around a little longer than Trish. Because she doesn't need to. I know. She doesn't need to. When you look at it, between John Cena, Lita, you can throw fucking Trish in there, Logan fucking Paul. Yeah, like four or five fucking spots that anyone else could have fucking had. And they got a fucking whole roster of fucking people. Uh, who you got for number five? Uh, well, that, that was, um, Ray and Dominic, so I'm actually on number four. How are you on number four? Didn't you have eight total? Well, I'm not counting McAfee and Miz. So but we are yeah, counting so, McAfee and Miz. Alright, so that was eight. So, oh, so we're I didn't number right I didn't number them. I mean, they number them. That's the whole point of ranking them is by numbering them. I just put them in, like, the order I wanted. and then So I start just at didn't... the bottom and work your way up. I'm working, well, I put, I work my way down. I go from worst to best. Oh, so, so I... your number one is at the bottom? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, then start at the top and work your way down. I'm, I'm working on it. Oh hell, right. hell. So, wait, but so I told you. So, but I told on, you I on. fucked up. Hold I on. fucked up. Okay, yeah, yeah, clearly, up. clearly you fucked up. This is supposed to be the easiest fucking show that we ever do because we're talking about televised wrestling, and you're not even doing that right. Okay, well, still. so hold on a second. So, so right now, number eight for you is Pac McAfee versus The Miz. Yes. Number seven is the Trish Lita Becky versus Damage Control. Yes. And then is Ray versus Dom. No. Austin and uh, Cena. Oh my god! So you fucking skip shit. No, I didn't. You, you. Okay, homeboy, shit. homeboy. When you said Ravers Dom, and I said to you, it's alarming that Cena and Theory is above this match. You agreed with me. If you look at it a certain way, if you turn no, it around in, in ranking, bro, in fucking ranking, man. In ranking, they're awesome. Oh god, I'm gonna. And Cena you. was the worst. Okay, so Theory versus Cena, you have at number six. Yes. Oh, my God. Five is Ray and Dom. Ray versus Dom, okay. Okay, what about number four, then? I was going, I was actually right. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. I was going in the right way. No, you weren't. We were keeping up. It was fine. You told me that you weren't going to count McAfee. I wasn't. And then but you said, okay, so my worst is the Trish Lita Becky match. And then we talked about it. And then you went with fucking Ray and Dom. Look, we got to figure it out now. Okay. All right. So my number four. Yeah. What, your number what was four. your, uh, what, so what was your five again? My five was the Trish Lita Becky match. Okay. So now we're on both on four now. Okay, we're good. No, we're, bo- yeah, we're both on four now. All right. So I got Rollins and Logan Paul. 
Uh, it was a fun match. I liked the, it was just solid, solid matchup. Not a big fan of Logan Paul, but I mean, I'm a fan of Rollins, so I'm just. It's just, it's annoying that the fucking showcase still hasn't been mentioned by you yet. Well, now I have my reasons. It wasn't that fucking good, man. Oh, wrong. Number four for me was Ray and Dom. Um, I liked, I, I did like the story. I kind of wish Dom would have won. I think it would have helped Dom out a lot. Uh, especially, you know, beating like his dad and shit, but I don't know what Ray's career looks like in WWE after this. Uh, obviously, you know, Hall of Famers are fucking champions now compared to what it was, what, five, six, seven years ago. Um, so it's cool that Ray won. It's, I, like I said, I love the LWO thing. I thought that was pretty cool that they brought that back. Who knows if that's going to stick around? I wish it will. I think it'd be pretty cool, but, um, yeah, all in all, it was a good match. The, the, uh, the entrance with Dom was kind of goofy. The whole prison thing. I thought they kind of just moved past that, but whatever. So that's my number four. It's just crazy because, um, Dominic was playing the heel well. Yeah. Heel, you know, playing the heel well, and it's just hard to take him so serious because he's got that twelve-year-old face. Yeah, and him throwing his, the drink in his sister's face it didn't help or hurt anything. That made no sense. Yeah, especially the way she reacted it was kind of goofy. Yeah. So, uh, number three. Uh, I'm gonna say this, and you're really gonna be mad at me. Okay. Rhea, uh, Rhea Ripley versus Flair. No, no complaints. Great match. Glad Rhea won. Um, they told a great story. Solid. Moves are great. Just still really happy that Rhea won. There's no justification for the showcase to be fucking number two on your fucking list. Or is it? No, there's not. Not, not one bit. Uh, number three for me is Rollins and Logan Paul. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Logan. I think he's annoying as hell, but, uh, I mean, he, he does fucking, you know, put on a good show and shit. And, uh, as much as I loved, uh, fucking Rollins to take on an actual, like, you know, full time, competitor, you know, like, I guess this was fine. Um, like I said, it, it, it was entertaining. I'll take it. Look, he's not bad in the ring. Logan. He's not. No, he's just, <clears throat> just like I said, I mean, like, you, you got guys who you fucking release from WWE, brought back to WWE, could use them, and said they're sitting at home or sitting in the back doing fucking nothing. Right. Uh, number two. Do I need to say it? Nah, I know it's a fucking showcase match. I enjoyed it. Uh, for for it being very high spotterific, um, there was nothing flawed about it. Um, no one got hurt doing those high spots, unlike on another show on Wednesday. Um, oh God! You see that fucking leg? I look. I feel bad they got hurt, but it, this is a never-ending trend that guys are getting hurt on that show. Yeah, 
Whereas, and it's a bad. That's a bad one. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It's not. A, it's not a fucking concussion or a broken rib or some shit like that. His fucking leg snapped, fucking snapped, and it was unnecessary. Yeah. It was completely fucking unnecessary to do of what the Canadian destroyer from inside the ring on top of a ladder through the fucking table outside. No, that was it, no, that was so fucked up. Unbelievable. I, like, when I saw that, that's why I posted on our social media the article about it. It pisses me off when people fucking do that. Like, if, if the only way you could get over in fucking wrestling is to constantly just fucking high spot here, high spot here, high spot here, because you think that's what fucking fans want, you're wrong. Tell a fucking story. You know, if you have to do so much, then you're not doing something right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that fucking move didn't have to fucking happen, and that's it's unfortunate it fucking did, but no, yeah, no, I absolutely not. And this this no, this this doesn't deserve to be number two, bro. Not one bit. It was a it was a great matchup. I think I enjoyed that more than I probably should have, but everything was right. Dumb. And the fact that the Street Profits won which gave me a point, was even better. <laughs> yeah. And come on, Ricochet is probably one of the most athletic pro wrestlers today. Oh, 100%. 100%. It's unfortunate that he doesn't have more to do, but... Yeah. They don't know what to do with him. <sighs> Absolutely not. Uh, I went number two was Owens and Zayn versus Usos. Now I'm surprised. It was a good, it was a good match, and it was a great story. Uh, I just thought Rhea and Charlotte did better. I'm a huge fan of Rhea, and I, well, I'll talk to them. I get to when I saw them one, but uh, Owens and Zayn, I did like. I mean, it, it was pretty obvious to fucking win. You know, they, you know, it's, um, it was okay. It was, it was a, it was a great match, but it wasn't number one. Well, it's number one for me because I, with the story behind it and much like the showcase, flawless, you know, every move mattered. The crowd was up and down uh-huh. with oohs and ahs and boo and cheer. You know, I they told a great story and the finish was great when you thought the Usos were going to win and then you thought Owens and Zayn were going to win. Then back to the Usos. It was great. I mean, I'm not too big on the false finishes in any kind of match when there's so when there's so many, but this told a story, and that's why it's number one for night one to me. Gotcha. Uh, Rhea and Charlotte's number one for me because I think the biggest uh, thing I took out of this is knowing that the last time these two had a WrestleMania match was during the pandemic where they had no crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think they really had to kind of like step up and offer something more to this one. And I believe that they delivered it. Um, Rhea is red hot right now. Obviously, I think she's probably the most popular person in the Judgment Day. And, um, I mean, just, I think, honestly, I think out of everyone in E, she's one of the people who, to look behind the curtain, sells the best. 
Like, it looks like when she takes shit, like, it, like, it's fucking her up. Like, I know it hurts, but it's, like, fucking her up. Um, she's able to show emotion in her matches, and I think with her and Charlotte, I think they always put on a good show, and this one, uh, was proof that, you know, it wasn't a fluke the last time. I mean, I'll be honest, <laughs> like, putting this together, the three of them, those three matches, mm-hmm. um, were tough to even put down. If I could have, I could have just put them all number one. I could have. Fucking fuck Mark. You fucking Mark. Yeah, bite me. Um, they're all number one. They're all number one. Not the showcase, bro. I, you're, you're not. Not the, not the fucking showcase. Um, I do have to go off on something. Sure. So, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. People are going around with, like, talking about how she has now won all the titles and she's a Grand Slam winner. Uh, I need to correct some of you motherfuckers. If you know baseball, you know a Grand Slam is Mm -hmm. four runs. Grand Slam in pro wrestling is the same thing. You win four titles. It doesn't matter. Now, if some someone might have said she became the Grand Slam winner in singles titles, then yeah, that might be correct. But she was already a Grand Slam winner before this. It does not mean holding all the titles. Grand Slam is four. That's it. You're wrong if you think otherwise. She's now got five different titles in her accolades. So there's a Probably a different term for it now. Grand Slam winner is, it will be, she'll, they'll say a Grand Slam winner, but now she's no longer the Grand Slam winner. Yeah. No, she wasn't the first Grand Slam winner, I guess. Well, I, I know. No, she wasn't. In all of WWE, Shawn Michaels was the first one. I'm, I'm talking about the women's division. Women's division, she could. Bailey. No, I think Bailey. Bailey. It might have been Bailey then. Because Bailey was Bailey was the NXT champion, she was WWE Tag Team Champions and the Raw Champion, SmackDown Champion. Yeah, I think I don't know if Charlotte was. She probably. I don't remember. I don't remember if Charlotte was ever Tag Team Champion. I don't know. But either way, yeah, Grand Slam is four. Yeah, UK Women's Champion, which honestly I forgot all about that fucking title. I think you only had like two or three people. So it's it like, happen. I think it was uh, what Rhea Ripley, Tony Storm, well, I guess technically Mandy Rose, and um, uh, that uh, Alba Fire, but it was what she was called before that. I think it was only those four people. But there, there might have been more. I didn't watch a lot of NXT UK. I didn't watch any. Night two, uh, number seven's Miz and Snoop Dogg. Yes, yeah, praise praise for a speedy recovery for Shane McMahon though tearing that quad. Uh, yeah, I mean another. I, I feel bad. No one should. I no one should be getting hurt. But Shane, stop it. Just stop. Go. Yeah. You didn't need to do it. No. You didn't need to be there. Stop. Go. You've done all you could in your career. You're not in your 20s or your 30s, and you're not that athletic. Nah. You're buff. I give, give you that. You're fucking muscular compared mm-hmm. to when you, compared to 2001, but stop it. <laughs> what do you got for number six? Um, 
the women's showcase. Oh, but why? Because they're women? No. You put because... the guy at the top of your fucking list with the women's all the way at the bottom? Mm. Look, if mm. you actually listen to the crowd, you can tell who got the bigger pops and who wasn't fucking sloppy. Oh, Not saying everyone was sloppy in that match, but it just didn't do it for me. I mean, it was okay, but nah, nah. Yeah, uh, number six for me was Brock versus Almost. It was just dumb. It didn't need to be there. Didn't have to happen. No, no, no. But that's why it's my number five. <laughs> Well, my number five is Women's Showcase, so. Okay, so we're <laughs> almost on the same boat, just yeah. different levels. Yeah, they're, they're both, they both have, it's like you said, they're both the same fucking thing. That Neither of them had to have fucking happened. And the fact that almost lost <clears throat> shows it really didn't fucking have to happen. Right. I mean, almost pretty much threw him around, beat the shit out of him. And then all of a sudden, oh, I'm the beast, Rock Lesnar, no one can beat me. I mean, it would have been much better if uh, almost left, went over. But I picked Lesnar for the point, so I got mm-hmm. that. But it was because it was almost, and I didn't think almost was going to get any offense. But he got all the offense. He got it at the beginning, yeah. Uh, what about number four? Edge and Balor. Okay. Um, it kind of lost its luster and momentum when Balor got hurt, that gash, and they had to stop the match. Um, I don't believe it should have been Hell in a Cell. I get it, because they're both from Hell, whatever, but I think it would have been better as an Extreme Rules match, and the finish could have been a flaming table spot. Yeah, Edge's, uh, Edge's entrance didn't make any sense either. I was really hoping for a brood fucking kind of entrance with Gangrel or some shit, but... It, it was almost brood. Like, he still came out from fire or whatever, but the mask... Yeah, I didn't get this shit. It was stupid. Number that four for me was Asuka and Bianca. Huh. Did not enjoy it. I don't know. It was a good match. I just I just can't... It wasn't as exciting as Rhea and Charlotte. Yeah, and considering they had a follow... Um, the Gunther match. Uh, yeah. It was probably hard to, you know, really do much. But they're num- they're my number three. Mm-hmm. Um, it-, it was a decent match. Not again like Rhea and Blair. Maybe it would have been better if they didn't have to follow a great match like a triple threat. But yeah, they it- told a good story. Yeah, Oscar also should have won. So. Mm. Or maybe they're uh, building building Bianca to be a bigger star, but maybe. Uh number two for me was the triple threat Gunther, Sheamus, and McIntyre. Uh number two for me was Reigns and Cody. So dumb. I it's not I'm not saying there there was a bad match. It was great, they told it was phenomenal a phenomenal story. Uh, it was a phenomenal I, fucking story. It was, it was, but I just think the triple threat with Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew, um, there was a fucking great matchup. Uh, they beat the shit out of each other. 
and they use their gimmick. Each and every one of them. They're, all three of them are hard hitting. They're gonna uh-huh. beat shit out of you. And that's what they did. They beat the shit out of each other and it got over. They didn't need to do anything else but beat the shit out of each other. And the crowd was into it from start to finish. So that's why it's my number one. <coughs> um, it's my number two because uh, Roman and Cody was better. The match was great. Gunther, Sheamus, and McIntyre, they crushed it. <laughs> and I wasn't surprised by it. I mean, Sheamus and uh, Gunther at, um, and, and fucking England, I mean, still, you know, a very solid fucking match. Match that people still talk to when it's related to those two guys. Um, I don't know. I love Gunther. Retained it. I think the ending was phenomenal, but no, that Roman's Cody match was solid. It definitely deserved being a main event. The ending, obviously, nobody appreciated, even though it seemed like everyone knew what was going to happen. Everyone but, was banking on Cody, but he, what are fucking people like? Okay, I get it. Pay fans, like actual fans, you know, the ones that don't sit here and say they know everything about the business. I'm glad they're reacting the way they are. That's the kind of shit we like. Yeah. As for dumbass workers, I, I tend to wonder what, how some of you actually were bookers at one point. Because if you do anything about booking, you would have been okay with Reigns winning. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it's one of the things where you don't need to give the fans everything all the time and shit. Like, give them the unexpected. And, and that's the thing, too. I don't understand why people think that that just because, you know, oh, Cody, you know, it was Cody's time and shit like that. Like, I, everyone acts like this is Cody's last fucking match here. Like, he's gone after this. Like, like, like there's no longer a chance for him to be a champion. And it's just not fucking true. When he wins it, finally, it's going to mean that much more. It doesn't have to be a fucking WrestleMania. It could be next year's WrestleMania. It doesn't have to be against fucking Roman Reigns. It's like, that's the goofy shit. It's like, it's like, and I don't know if you watch the WrestleMania press conferences and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, it's, when you hear Roman talk, when you hear Triple H talk and shit like that, it makes more fucking sense. And I know that, uh, one of the guys from SCW, um, I'm not gonna mention his name, but he says something about like how he doesn't like the press conferences, and I think it's because of kayfabe. I'm guessing that's the reason, shit. And I get it, you know, I love the idea of kayfabe too, and everything. But when you see the reality of how things really work, that's how you learn about the fucking business, you know. Like Roman would love to find somebody to take the title off him. Well, there needs to be somebody. Yeah, it could be Cody now. But then all of a sudden people are just going to lose interest in fucking Cody down the line. Yep. You know, right now I'm guessing, I'm guessing it's going to be a Cody solo, uh, uh, Cody versus solo, you know, for a bit. You know, they're going to feud with each other and shit like that. And yeah, they got to find someone else for fucking Roman. But this doesn't mean that Cody and, you know, and the championship are just done for fucking good. It's, it's instant gratification bullshit. Everyone wants to be pleased this very moment, and they, it just doesn't work that way. 
WrestleMania is the biggest show of the year. We all know that. Yeah, but, but it's it not the only show. Right. But I'm what I'm saying is it it's not the event that ends everything. It's not the end game. It doesn't always have to be. A new yeah. champion does not have to be a crowned all the time. And Cody was predicted to do it last year. Like you like when he came back, they predicted him to win the Rumble and beat Roman Reigns. WWE probably saw that and said, fuck that. Mm-hmm. We're not going to give them what they predicted. And they, I think typical WWE two years ago would have been like, yeah, Cody is winning. And there would have been some bullshit going on. But I think they have figured out that they need to not be so predictable. Yeah. And it wasn't wasn't predictable that Reigns was going to win. Huh. I It might have been predictable on how he won. We knew he wasn't going to win clean. But uh-huh. it's Roman Reigns, and he's the top dog right now, and he's there for a reason. So it's time for people to just fucking get off the internet and sit and watch. Right, just ap- appreciate the fucking stories. That's the biggest thing. You know, like, long-term storytelling is a lost fucking art. And, and here's the thing. I get with, like, a lot of these fucking, like, uh, with a lot of, like, the, the guys that we work with and shit in the business, they don't get that chance to do things like that because it's really hard to build a story month by month. You know, it's not like in WWE where you get to work on it, like, you know, Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday, Monday, Friday, Saturday, Monday. You know, these guys, they, they get one day a month to make a story work in one company. And I think that's the biggest reason why I always encourage and motivate and push people to do promos and shit. Because you can continue to build a character and a story outside of that one show. You know, take a moment out to get a hold of your opponent and say, hey, listen, we got a fucking match coming up. You know, let's get some promos out there and shit. And I, I know that... I don't want to fucking talk about fucking behind the scenes shit, but honestly, it, no one fucking listens when I say it to them in person. But guys have to fucking build their character. They have to build themselves and promote themselves. It's stupid when somebody sits there and thinks that they're entitled to, you know, be the guy in a fucking wrestling company. Just because one month out of the, or one day out of every fucking month, they go there, they get put over, and then they fucking get done. It's stupid. You have to fucking earn and work shit. And nobody wants to really do that stuff anymore. You got a handful of fucking dudes who put out promo videos and plug their shit and all this stuff on on a regular, consistent fucking basis. But then you get guys who, they don't put a promo out unless you fucking tell them to. Or they're part of a tag team and the only reason they do it is because the other guys want to fucking do it and they don't want to seem like a lazy fuck. It's stupid. You know, it's like, I mean, come on, I'll fucking look at... <sighs> no, nah, I can't talk about that. Yeah, you can. No. Yep, go ahead. <sighs> I dare you. I, I quadruple dog dare you. I'm only going to say this once. And I won't do it again. 
I'm going to compliment the LIM as much <laughs> as I don't want to. But you got guys like the LIM who are fucking nobodies. They put out more videos than any fucking wrestling company or any fucking wrestler I know. Consistently. Like to the point where it's annoying as fuck that I'm tagged on so much stupid shit. But they fucking do it. I got, I see, I see fucking guys and, you know, companies that I, 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 I do some work here and there for that they never put out a fucking promo video unless they're badgered about it. Or you get the, you get this one fucking moment when you are told that you need to appreciate and respect the company that you're being trained in or being worked for. And for a brief period, you get people who are like, hell yeah, you know, I bleed this fucking company. You know, this company is my home. Three weeks, two weeks, a month later, whatever it is, that whole mentality just fucking drifts off away until you have to have that conversation said to you all over again. It's yep. goofy. It's goofy when you sit there and think just because you say something without actually having an action to back it up, it's just fucking words. And if you want to be fucking somebody, you want to hold those titles and fucking companies, you want to be the guy that gets booked every fucking weekend doing this shit, then show people who the fuck you are. Not just, ah, oh, it's fine, they're going to see me on Saturday and blah, 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 you know, you know, I'm doing this. Cool. How are they going to care about you next week? Or the following week? Or even the next fucking day? Nobody fucking realized that shit, and it sucks, because they have the ability to do it, they just don't fucking do it. Uh, okay, uh, top tens. Uh, just read your whole thing, and uh, we'll do it that way, because, I mean, I, actually, no, I could probably guess what your fucking top ten is. I'm going to guess okay. what your top ten is. Okay. Okay. Hold on, I'm gonna... wait, wait. Okay, yeah, 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 I yeah do it. There's, I do have to change one because I realized I was completely wrong. Gotcha. Just as I talked about it, I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, we'll just leave that. Okay, I'm good. All right, I'm going to say number one was a triple threat match. Nope. Right? Oh, so is that number two? So the number one is Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yeah. Okay. So then number two is the triple threat. Number three, I'm going to go with, uh, God, I'm going to pray that you're not so fucking dumb to make the showcase number three. I'm going to go Roman and Cody as number three. No. I give up. You do your own fucking time. The fact if you say fucking showcase, you're fucking done, bro. <laughs> What's your top ten? Go for it. All right, I'm going to start with number ten. Go for it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, it, was just, it was just easier for me to start the top, but go ahead, go for it. Uh, now this is the one I changed. Originally, I had Lesnar and Omos, but I changed it, took them off, and I decided to put uh, Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish. Okay, gotcha. Because you know, honestly, like. That match made more sense than yeah. Last thing. Yeah. Um. 
Then I had Austin Theory and Cena. Rey Mysterio Dominic. Mm-hmm. Rollins and Logan Paul. Bianca and Asuka. Reigns and Cody. Uh, Rhea and Flair. Um, you know what number three is, number two and number one. Number three was a showcase. Yep. Yes. So you have Roman and Cody at number five? Yep. This was a lot harder than I thought. That was, was a good fucking match, man. Uh, number ten, I got Theory and Cena. Nine, I got Trish, Lita, and Becky versus Damage Control. Eight, I got Ray and Dominic. Seven, Oscar and Bianca. I think so. I think with those, we just got them flip flopped for right. each other. So. Six, I got uh, Rollins and Paul. Five, I got Edge and ba- uh, Balor. Number four is a triple threat. Number three is Owen, Zayn, and Usos. Number two was Rhea and Charlotte. Number one, I went with uh, Reigns and Cody. I was kind of hoping Cody was going to come out wearing some fucking polka uh, polka dot fucking uh, pants. I thought that would have been really cool. Oh, and I also fucking love the fact that, you know, we can mention this. I love the fact that, uh, that, uh, what the fuck is his name? Brody. Oh, yeah, Brody's kid? Brody's kid was there. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I, I thought that was awesome. Um, yeah, so uh, WrestleMania was awesome. I loved that. I think they what, had a total of 180,000 people or some shit. Yeah. Um, what What was the best night to you? The best night? Yeah. Uh, probably Saturday. Yeah, the matches were a hell of a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some, some, I don't know. Just, yeah, just Saturday. I think Saturday was had a lot more top matches in it and shit. At least I, I mean, I, I don't know. I was a, I, I didn't like the fact that it was a house style match. I liked Edge and Balor wrestling each other, but house style just, I don't get it. And that's the thing too, like, is this the end of that now? Is Edge and Judgment Day fucking done? I hope so. What more right? can they do? And now that Rhea's fucking SmackDown Women's Champion, are they going to move to fucking SmackDown? I can see that. Right. Do a Bloodline fucking uh, Judgment Day uh, run. And then what, throw Cody in there at the same time? Came with the Judgment Day. Yeah. <laughs> um... I don't know. I, who knows? Maybe even Judgment Day versus uh, the LWO. You know, like you get a couple more people in the Judgment Day, a couple more people in the LWO. Why, why the fuck not? I think that's short-lived. I think that's short-lived. I hope not. I really like the idea of the LWO being here. I really do. And I think it'd be pretty cool. And they got a, they got a, quite a few Hispanic fucking, you know, or Latino, whatever the right word is, uh, you know, available where they could put it in there. You know, guys who aren't doing shit. Now you put Ray in there as your fucking Hulk Hogan and shit. Why the fuck not? <laughs> um, but obviously, uh, I think the most watched Raw 
every year is the one that's on tonight as we're recording the Raw after WrestleMania is where people start debuting and things like that. So, um, yeah. Uh, well, we made a show that's under an hour. Yeah, who would have thought? <laughs> uh, what, what else you got for uh, independent wrestling? Um, nothing for this week, but uh, next week we'll have uh, results from <coughs> ARW, and then we're going to talk Rocket Pro. Rocket Pro is on the 15th, and I am in a six-man scramble. Is that next week? That's next Saturday, the 15th. Gotcha. Well, then I I am going to mention it then. Um, uh, just so you guys know, uh, I won't be on next week's show. I got a work thing I got to deal with, so Nubby is going to have a surprise guest for you. Not quite sure who that is yet, but I'm I trust gonna, him. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know who it is yet either. Oh, perfect. My, my fucking savior. Um, yeah, so I won't be on next week, but, uh, I'm sure you find somebody. And since I am not here next week, uh, there is another match card you're gonna have to go over. Phoenix Pro post- Wrestling? Phoenix Pro Wrestling, yeah. Um, if you guys don't remember Phoenix Pro Wrestling, is, uh, it's, it's one of the beginning fucking companies that, uh, JFW worked with, uh, when we started up. Uh, cool dude. Paul, the owner, is an awesome fucking dude. Sent me stuff all the fucking time. Uh, so there's a match card for that. Phoenix Pro Wrestling returns with Phoenix Attack Saturday, April 15th at Holman American Legion Post 284 in Holman, Wisconsin. Nubby, uh, just make sure you take care of that for me next week. Um, but I will be back to, yep, I will be back the following week. Uh, so you don't have to worry about it. I, like I said, I trust that next week is gonna go fine. And I pray to fucking God that you don't make me look like fucking Pac-Man putting a lot of faith in something that's going to fucking fail. Because if I have to come back and I get some bullshit fucking thing, I'm going to lose my cool. I'm just going to do what I do. I got results. I'll have upcoming show. I will plug Carter Comics. Um, my God, I'll do what I gotta do. Uh, uh, I don't know if I what, who my guest will be. Um, I'm going to go down the list of people that I would like to bring on. Uh, people we haven't had on JFW, possibly, Damn. or maybe I might go steal somebody from the Power Hour. Which, by the way, <sighs> this this week's Power Hour. Yeah. Is Cactus Rack Appreciation Night. Yeah. And I am hoping to make an appearance so I can appreciate Cactus Rack. Yeah, I did get a message uh, asking if I wanted to come on for that. And at first I kept thinking to myself, you really want me to come on there and say something positive about somebody? Okay. You, you, don't, but, you don't ever do. Yeah, and then I thought to my then then the, the next thought that I thought in my mind is uh is it really that slim pickings on who you're gonna have on that you're asking me who she called a bitch a couple weeks ago? But uh 
No, I, I have no problem coming on. I actually know exactly what I'm going to say about her when I get brought on, and it will be delightful. And I swear to fucking God, I know Steve is friends with some goofy fucking people, and I pray to God that I'm not on at the same time as them, because I don't want to take away anything from Cactus Rack's Appreciation Night. But if I'm on a fucking call with fucking Pac-Man, I will lose my shit. I am a little worried about about being on, though. Why? Because the last time we appreciated somebody on the Power Hour, that person kicked somebody in the nuts. Well, Steve should just tried harder to appreciate him. Right? See, it's all, it's all falls back on Steve. But I'm excited to talk to C-Red. I haven't spoken to C-Red since uh, you and him saved my ass at IPW. I talked to Cactus Rack the same day. I had to explain to her how everything that Steve said about me from that one show was complete farce. So uh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, Rihanna I haven't uh, spoken to since IPW as well, so it will be cool to talk with them. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I have anything else really uh, real else to say. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, good luck next week, Nubby. I trust everything will be fine. You know, if you wanted, I'm not, I'm just gonna throw a recommendation out there. Uh, there was a guy out there who used to have his own show, um, called The Morning After. That I'm sure. Fucking Max Holiday, former three-time longest reigning SCW champion would, uh, be happy to take my spot. Just an option. Just an option. Um, all right. Um, one more thing before you take yeah. it away. Um, condolences go out to the family of uh, Bushwhacker Butch. Yeah, um, yeah, passed away. Just, just passed away. Um, one of my favorites. Um, as my dog is barking, see, he, she gets it too. She's upset. She What's dying? Um, wait, yeah, wait. You have a female dog? Yeah. Gross. What? What? I'm not a big fan of dog nipples. They weird me out. Well, I don't look at the nipples, so. And the, but yeah, when they fucking roll over to pet their belly and shit like that, no, nah, there's fucking nipples. I'm just no, nah, I'm I'm good. I. Uh, but but uh, no, uh, I have to go there. Um. Uh, I, I mentioned this. I may have mentioned this before, but back at Elite Pro when we had our student show. Yeah. Uh, during the Battle Royal, mm-hmm. me and my quote-unquote, brother Norris um, in there with our referee shirts because we were officials at the time. We got to be in the Battle Royal. We actually did the Bushwhackers uh, finisher onto uh, Sal, or I'm sorry, um, the Liger brother one, or was he number two? He might be, since he's older, we'll call him Liger one. Dude, Sal, he was clearly number two. Actually, he's older than Brandon, so. Still. Fucking Vito's number one, bro. But. Sex, but drug, then, sex drugs, and wrestling. But then that means, uh, so Polly would be number three. Yeah. Vito's number one. Yeah, Vito. But he wasn't a Liger brother. Lots. It's the same in the action. I'm a rock star he, in the crowd. Vito was on commentary that night. <laughs> Still. That's fine. But yeah, we, we, um, paid homage to Bushwhackers that night and then 
Now that was when I got my first pop ever. It was when we did the arms thing and whatever, the whole crowd went nuts. <sighs> I think it was funny because my dad was there, and he's a you know was a Bushwhacker fan. Um, a coworker of mine was there who this is a fucking weirdo, but big wrestling fan, and he enjoyed it. So, uh, but yeah, R.I.P. Um, Bushwhacker Butch. Uh, condolences go out to the friends and family. Hundred percent. Guys, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Freak Wrestling or the JMW Podcast. Make sure you listen to us wherever you get your podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Player FM, fucking YouTube. Alpha Zeta Zeta, you suck. <laughs> Subscribe where you listen. Uh, give us a rating if uh, if uh, those uh, places have them. Nobody, that's all I got. I think we can ring the bell in this episode. Perfect. As always, I am Travis. And I am Dubby the Amazing Turtle, Awabunga. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Freaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.